When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I just point to the logo on my chest and tell them. Slam me. Ego. Slam me. Ego. Slam me. Ego. Slam me. Hey, hit it up hard. Hit it with strike. From the national anthem to the bottom of the night. I'm in Slendy, Ego. Slendy, Ego. Slendy, Ego. Slendy, Hey, You already know what's up. What's that? Another home run. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 443 of the Talking for Hours podcast and YouTube show. I've got Patrick Daly with me. Obviously, I am Ben Fadden here. This episode brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. They've got the best cheesesteaks in San Diego. They're obviously at Petco Park. They're at Snapdragon Stadium. And check out their main location on Friars Road. There's a lot to talk about. With Patrick here, so just want to introduce him to the show. He's a season ticket holder, obviously diehard San Diego Padres fan, and I think this is going to be a great conversation between two Padres fans uh, that you know really know about what this team is going through right now and the, the disappointment and our expectations going in. Uh, and I think it'll be a good convo. So thanks so much, Patrick, for coming. No, I appreciate you having me on, Ben. Yeah, looking forward to talking about the Padres. <laughs> Yeah. So first off here, I want to start at the beginning of this season. I don't know if you went to Fan Fest or anything like that, but the expectations were so high for this team, at least for a lot of people that were covering the team. Myself, obviously, had high expectations. You had questions in the crowd being asked to Fernando Tatis Jr. and the players about who are they going to face in the World Series. Did you share those same expectations? And just how would you express your disappointment so far in what has happened so far this season yeah no definitely I mean this is probably the most excited I've been in the offseason just you know with everything that's happened the last two seasons just gathering the core and uh you know re-signing Darvish it's like okay they're starting to get the pieces you know signing Xander Bogart which you know is kind of iffy to me my opinion but Mm -hmm. uh you know they're they were out there trying. I'm like, I'm looking at this lineup with Juan Soto and 
Fernando Tatis and, you know, Manny and just Xander. And it's just like, man, you, we have got to probably have the best offense in baseball going into the season. And then the season started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially and it was led by that offense, right? The expectations and the, the hope because now I think this is a good segue with the Xander Bogarts thing. Did you like that at the time? Or are you kind of just questioning it now based on Kim doing really well and him being a free agent at the end of the year, Tatis doing well in the outfield and but crony also kind of not doing great offensively, at least production wise at first base. And they could have had a situation where you had Tatis still in the outfield. You have Kim at short, you have crony at second and you bring in someone maybe on a shorter term contract to be at first base and you'd be maybe in a better spot. Speaking for myself, I was obviously a, a big fan of this Bogart signing. Now I knew that, yeah, the contract at the end, it's probably not going to look that great. And I, no. I realized that. And the position thing, like that's going to have to be figured out here, but I appreciated that they were going all in and Xander Bogarts, the, the, the history and the track record of success that he had with the Boston Red Sox, that was really encouraging to me. And he was hitting 300 last year and he had the all-stars and I, I didn't view this as like a Eric Hosmer thing where, man, you didn't, I didn't feel great about it. Like right then and there, the Bogarts, I, I, there were still some more encouraging signs there. Yeah, no, I, I mean, when they announced it, I was excited. I'm like, that's a great bat to add. You know, the flip side was, is like, God, you know, we already have four shortstops yeah. on this team. We didn't really need to add another one. What we really needed was a good outfield bat. Um, so it was kind of, I don't want to say a desperation move, but it was just something Preller had to do, um, you know, just to do something. And that's what I feel like the Xander Bogarts thing was. It was like, okay, there's a good bat out there, even though we really don't have a spot for him, or we're going to have to move guys around, you know, moving Kim to second base, which is obviously great, but I mean, he's too good to be a second baseman you know he's he's a natural born shortstop even third base but nobody's gonna play third base while manny's there um so yeah i mean i was excited at first but like i was kind of scratching my head didn't really think why did you know i'm thinking why did we get this guy you know it's it was almost like a desperation move that he yeah. was out there and we can sign him let's get him you know right yeah Kind of like, okay, here's the opportunity, and you don't know what's going to come up with Juan Soto, and so this could take that. And there, remember, there was the Manny thing. He hadn't been extended yet, and so there was the talk about that. Oh, well, Bogarts, at least we know he's going to be here long-term, and we can guarantee this. We can't guarantee the, those other players coming here in, or staying long-term in Manny and Juan's case. But it, it did feel like Preller, he wanted – he obviously had that last-ditch effort at – Aaron Judge. He was looking at Trey Turner, obviously, and made that offer. There's been a lot of star hunting with AJ Preller. I think, obviously, to go win a World Series, you have to have stars. You have to have really good talent. But do you think it's kind of gone too far? And obviously, the Bogarts thing, that's part of it, maybe, with the positions and maybe it not making as much sense as we want it to make obviously and Preller I just feel like he thinks in different ways that we don't think in maybe in that he's just maybe NBA you know like just throw things together and you see hopefully the talent will 
lead us to where we want it to go. I don't know. It's just, it feels like sometimes the star hunting is what has hurt Preller, but at the same time, you want to bring those big talents in. Right. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, I mean, look what it's done for attendance. I mean, you know, we've, how many games have we sold out? I mean, there's only been what five or six home games that haven't been a sellout. So, um, I mean, it's definitely a good move on that part. Um, you know, bringing in all these personalities, you know, I'm not in the clubhouse. I don't know. I see what I see on the dugout. Some guys are more excitable than others. Um, but at the same time, I'm still thinking like this, the Xander move was just a kind of a last ditch effort. Like you said, to, to just get another bat, another big star, another all-star in. And uh, I just think he could have spent that money on three or four other guys, you know, above average guys to fill in. Cause you know, all this season up until recently, um, but all this season it's been, you know, one through four and then five through nine has just been terrible. Yeah. Um, and, until like Gary Sanchez came, I mean, but when you, you know, Austin Nola was catching every day and it was just, it was just getting Grish was, you know, not starting off very good. And it was just like the whole back half of that lineup was just a black hole. And, um, but, you know, at the same time, I mean, you got the four superstars, they're putting, they're putting butts in the seats and, uh, you know, Xander started off. I mean, he was on fire. I'm like, okay, here we go. I mean, this is what we signed up for. So, um, but then I, you know, I think, you know, he got injured and I, I think he's bad been battling that injury rest of the season, but this last month he's been looking a lot better, like, you know, like the Xander from the beginning of the season. So, you know, it's, you don't know. I mean, obviously we know that the back half is his, his contract's going to be just like pool host with the angels and, yeah. but that's part of the deal. If you want to sign this guy, that's what you have to do these days. You have to sign him to a long contract. Same with Manny. You know, if we weren't going to give him another 10 years, he's going to go and somebody else is going to give him 10 years. So it's, it's part of the deal. You know, it's just, uh, it's just the name of the business. Now you, you have to give these guys long deals and you got to sign them till they're 40 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, it's not like the question for these big signings is, not what you want to do, what you think is right, but what you have to do to prevent other teams from going and getting those guys. And sometimes that does force you into making these types of moves. But I think we can agree. Like we want, we want a Manny here long term. We're 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 okay with the back half, yeah. but we just thought that the championships were going to be coming, and they they might they might come. But just like this year, just obviously doesn't look that good. Why would you? What's the biggest reason that you would point to the Padres or? lack of success this year is it just talent underwhelming um because there's obviously been the soto quotes about the quitting and all that like admitting to that and i do give props to soto for doing that uh but it's obviously not a good look is it a combination of things maybe lack of the effort late in games when things get tough performance underwhelming is it preller and melvin maybe not getting along great like what do you think it is Man, it just seems like, you know, these these four big guys, they they feel like it's, you know, they're like putting the whole thing on their back. So I, I feel like they're pressing, like all four of these guys were just pressing, pressing, trying to, you know, win the game by just them instead of more playing like a cohesive, 
you know, unit. Um, that's the biggest thing that I've kind of seen. Um, you know, but lately, like I said, you know, even this la that four game skid before that, they were playing pretty good, and then everything just went downhill when the Dodgers came, and yeah. usually how it goes, you know. But uh, no, I, I think it's just the the big name syndrome. You know, they they feel like they gotta they gotta be the you know, the, the big name. And so everything falls on their shoulders and uh, it doesn't have to be like that. It's okay to swing a little less harder and move a guy over and let the next guy behind you pick him up, you know, and that's just kind of what I see as a, as a fan looking in, you know, obviously there's a lot more to it, but just me watching baseball for so long, that's what I kind of see this season. Yeah, yeah for sure. For let's go to the end of, this season, let's say things keep going like this and they don't end up working out. They don't make the postseason, or maybe they make the postseason and they get bounced. If you were in Peter Seidler's shoes, like what do you think that you would do at the end of this season? Do you think that the a move at the manager spot, a move with AJ, and I'm not talking about what you think would happen. Cause I think what I think would happen is AJ stays. Cause Peter just has this blind faith in him. I feel like, um, and I don't think Melvin should be the the scapegoat for this. But yeah. what do you what would you do if you were in his shoes? I mean, if I was Seidler and they don't make the playoffs, I mean, this was this you know however much money he's spent. I mean, it's almost a billion dollars in this last like three years spending money, and you're in your third the third season of this. You 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 know last season they got they they crept in, you know, it wasn't like convincingly getting to the playoffs. I mean, it was, you know, a little white knuckle time that last week. And then they got a little hot, you know, they, the, they hit it, you know, they played great against the Mets. They played great against the Dodgers and then just kind of fell off from there. I think they just came up to a team that was more hot than us. Like that, that Phillies team was just smoking hot in the playoffs. And then, you know, you get to the World Series and the better team, seven games, is going to show. And I think that would have happened to us if we were able to beat the Phillies, too. I mean, that, that Astros team is just too tough. Yeah. But going into this season now, you know, we were really expecting to be, you know, you're expecting to challenge the Dodgers for the, the, the NLS pennant. And it's just, it just hasn't even been close, not even from the start of this season. And... uh I mean, if they get lucky enough to walk into the playoffs, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Like I said, you know, they could catch fire again. And, and they got the talent, too. If they all catch fire at the same time, they got the talent to make a run for the World Series. However, if they don't make it in, and I'm Peter Seidler, I'm going to step back, look, and like, okay, I've given you all this money. You missed the playoffs this season. This was supposed to be the season where, like, we're going to be going for a World Series or bust. And I mean, if it's me, I'm, I'm, this is all on AJ and, uh, you know, AJ's, AJ's the problem here. I go look back at his track record, AJ, he did this in 2015, same thing, no results. I'm like, how many more chances are you going to give AJ? If it was me, I'm cutting ties with AJ, but man, Seidler just loves this guy and, uh, he just kind of want to keep sticking with them. If Melvin goes because of this, that's that's sad. This is not his fault. Um, he's doing everything he can. He's a great manager. Um, but, you know, if the players aren't playing, that's that's not on Melvin. That's the players not doing what they're supposed to be doing. 
Yeah, and let's say end of the season and Preller stays. If he goes to Peter Seidler and says, I think there needs to be a change with the manager, I think Peter Seidler should sit there and say, well, if you want to change the manager, then you're gone. Because, like, how many times is AJ going to be able to get a new manager? Are you? What is he going to do after Bob Melvin? If he wants a new manager, let's say they're not seeing eye to eye or whatever, what manager is going to want to come to the Padres other than someone like Andy Green or Jace Tingler, who it's one of 30 jobs, so they want to go take it, and they're, they'll be willing to be managed by AJ a little bit uh, because he loves to, you know, put his stick his foot into all the different parts of the organization, including, you know, with the, the major league team and the operations there, what manager wants to come. So it's almost like you have to stick with Bob Melvin, or if you don't, then you probably just have to clean the entire house. You know, Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you know, they get rid of Melvin. It's probably going to be the next man up in the organization. Flaherty's, you know, he's going to yeah. become the head coach. And that he's just another talking head for A.J. Preller. And that's just A.J. Preller has to micromanage everything. And obviously it's not working. You know, it's uh, it's this isn't Melvin's fault. I mean, he has the experience. I mean, the guy's won three manager of the year yeah. awards, you know. There isn't another more experienced guy out there that can that can deal with what Bob Melvin has to deal with right now, especially with Preller. And so, you know. I, I hope Melvin stays. I really like him as a manager. Um, 
this is all on AJ. You know, this is this is all on AJ, and uh, I just I don't know what's going to happen this offseason. I just hope Seidler wakes up and it's like, man, we really messed up. I I have the we still have the players to turn this around. We just need to bring in that second half of the equation. We got the stars. Let's bring in the second half now. And AJ doesn't know how to do that. Yeah. Now I want to move to the season ticket conversation. For those that don't have season tickets, you can use my code talking Friars $20 off your SeatGeek order with the season tickets. That was a bad time for the Padres to send out that message. I mean, you get embarrassed by the Dodgers. Was that, was that Sunday or was it Monday that they sent that email out? Uh, I think it was, I, I woke night. up to it. Yeah. So okay. I woke up to a Monday morning and I saw that and I'm reading that email from Groupner and the tone of it was kind of really set me aback. It was kind of like, you know, Hey, these tickets are coveted. If you know, we have a waiting list. So if you don't sign up big deal, we've yep. got a waiting list. That was kind of what I felt like when I was reading that, that email. And, uh, kind of kind of made me mad you know this was you know the last three seasons now we've had increase you know like yep. I, i'll just you know i'll tell you i mean we have we're in the home plate club so obviously really expensive seats so yep. you know our first season in 2021 the seat prices were 375 i'm like okay that's a lot but whatever and then so then the 21 to 22 they made a moderate increase and i understand that i'm like hey i get it you know this is a hot commodity now okay so we go from 375 to 425 a seat and then so 2022 to no 20 sorry 21 to 22 it goes well i'm trying to think here yeah we're in 23 21 to 22 it goes from 425 to 525 i mean that's like a wow, 40 yeah. cent so i'm like thinking okay they've just you know increased my seat by 150 dollars um in the course of two seasons you know okay they they gotta be happy with that you know in the home play club they did a full renovation of the whole restaurant and bar area downstairs the lounge area looks great um but I'm like thinking, okay, that's got to, you know, that's fine. And, and then, you know, just going into the season, I'm, I'm sure they've already had this decided before the season start, we're going to ask for another 10% from them. And, and they're just going to keep going probably until they can't start sell, they can't sell home plate club tickets anymore, you know, and that's just, uh, it was just like you said, the timing was terrible. It's like, read the room, you guys. I mean, whether you already decided or not, you can change your mind really fast. Um, you've already just, I mean, now, so, you know, in the three seasons, I've had home plate club seats. You know, we've, we have about a 65% increase from my first season to this season and nothing to show for it other than an NLCS run where we kind of just got lucky and got a little hot. So, yeah, yeah, it's and it's not just the the, the timing that was bad. I, I get that, too. But it's I'm obviously with the platform that I have. There's a bunch of season ticket holders that reach out to me as well. And it's like, yeah, mine went up 30 percent, 35 percent just from last year. Yeah, not going to be able to do this. We'll see if they actually have this long wait list. And so 
I, I think, look, they do have a, a wait list, but I just question how long that is. And do those fans, when they get the opportunity and they actually see, okay, it's going to be this much and they're going to keep increasing it, how long are they going to stay around? You know, it's yeah, just, I mean, you see the, you know, with the wait list, are they, do they know how much season tickets are? They probably don't. They're just thinking they're going to go in and then they're going to start to see real prices. And those people on the wait list are like, ah, hold up, you know, I'm not going to pay this much money for this underperforming team. Um, so that wait list can diminish pretty quick. I mean, I've seen, you know, just stuff that I've seen on Twitter. There's a handful of, you know, season ticket members are like, Hey, I'm, I'm done. I'm not renewing. And, you know, there's more for, than just the team, you know, mm -hmm. like we, we, we signed up their home plate club. It's a, I don't know if you've ever been down there before on a um, tour, but not like, with yeah, a seat. I'll have, I'll have to have you down there for a game. Um, it's, it's more than just going to a Padres game down there. You know, you have the, there's a restaurant, um, they're, Inside the restaurant, there the players' batting cage yeah. is. It's a double. It's a mirror to them, glass, so you can see what's going on. So, not so much the reason why I'm person. My personal experience, so I'm happy, is they made all these changes last season. The home plate club. Well, the quality of everything has really gone down, in my opinion. And my guests, who I bring, say the same thing. It's not just me. The food, um, the food quality has really suffered. They're trying to just do too much. And, you know, so the whole food thing really bummed. And then for some reason this season, the curtain to the batting cage has been closed probably 75% of the time. My, the previous season before that and all the other times I've been to home play club before I signed up for it, that I've never, I didn't even know there was a curtain to close. So that's one of the biggest like you know perks to that whole thing is you can sit there eat dinner and watch Juan Soto in a batting cage watch Manny Machado you know in a batting cage getting warmed up and they're right there you know it's yeah. it's a really cool experience and and so it's just the, the whole quality of things they've they've charged us you know going into this season a huge amount and they've taken it's taken perks away from us you know that's the way i see it and it's just like that's that's the main reason why i'm really unhappy you know i'm, I'm a padres fan whether they win or lose i'm always going to be a padres fan um so it's just that's my that's my frustration you know and i don't know how it is in the reader seats i've heard the same thing you know just uh it's not the same as it was when they were trying to get your business you know, now they, they, they think they just have you by the barrel. They have your business and we can, we can cut away some stuff. You know, there's some, you know, other things that they've cut away from the home play club. Um, that's just, you know, to us, like some perks that we had the last two seasons that we didn't get this year. And it's yeah. just like, how's that work? You're charging us, you know, this, you know, that's $400 a game extra. They're charging us for, uh, you know, taking away stuff. So that's, that's been our main frustration. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, the price increase, I think it would be more okay to fans if they saw the return on that on the field in experiences like you're talking about, because being in the, in my, it wasn't in my season ticket seats. Cause my family has half season. We're in three Oh nine. 
-hmm. but we were, so we were down more in the postseason. but being able to know that, yes, I'm going to be at those games. Like that was great. And being in the ballpark for game four against the Dodgers, like never going to forget that. That's amazing. But it's not like it's it, at least this season, it doesn't feel like that's going to happen again. And I know that those that work in the organization, they can't control what happens on the field, but what they can do is control some of the experiences that they give to fans and really value the fans and realize how much time it's not just the, the tickets that fans are spending on, right? It's, it's parking, it's food. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, and I get the whole Bally money that, that they're not getting and all that, but I think the organization, it should be in a good enough spot where you can hold off for a year. And if you want to increase it, if the team performs better next year, I think you'd, Look, fans still wouldn't be very excited about that, but they'd sure. be more understanding of it, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I for sure. I mean, it's you know they they would have made a lot of people happy if they just didn't raise after this gigantic raise. You know, um, just uh, it, it was just really frustrating. Um, you know, like I said, it's the on-field play was just everything just kind of crashed down this season in my eyes, you know? And uh, the, so when I saw that email Monday, I was just livid. My wife is livid. I mean, she's gone to every single game this season so far. I've missed, you know, a handful, but she's diehard mm -hmm. and she doesn't plan on missing a game. We live at Oceanside. So, you know, on a weekday, that's an hour and 15 minute drive down the park. And my wife is diehard. She's there every single game and, and she's really, upset about this and we're seriously debating on if we're going to be able to if we're going to renew or not it's you know just i don't i didn't i don't feel the ex we're having the same experience that we did when we first signed up and having to pay way more money for it now you know so we're yeah. going to go from 525 a seat last season to 580 now so we started off at 375 a seat times four we have four seats the play on the field is a part of it but it's more of a bigger the stuff behind our club stuff is is really what i'm just really really upset about you know yeah. so yeah i mean we're gonna really take this next month and just really think about it because it's a lot of money you know we can be doing a lot more stuff with that money rather than going to the podium but you know, we love the Padres. We love going to the games. That's like our little getaway, you know. And my wife, she takes care of her grandma full time. Um, and she has, uh, you know, um, you know, mental health problems and stuff. So those Padre games are my wife's getaway. We, we aren't able to disappear on two-week-long vacations, stuff like that. So these Padre games are like her getaway. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's, she's upset. It makes me upset. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's just very, very, uh, just very, very depressing. You yeah. think about, I'm, you know, yeah. if you just, I'm having a, just a really hard time with it. Yeah. On, on my side of things, like my family is just seriously debating on if we want to remove a seat. Cause we have three remove a seat from it. And then and that's not just going to be my family. Like that's going to add up. And so I, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where this goes for, 
the number of season ticket holders that are like currently season ticket holders and the number of new ones for next year. And do they stop after this, this coming season in terms of raising things? And yeah, I'm curious to see where that goes. Last question here. Mm -hmm. What do you ultimately want to see happen with this Padres season? Because to be honest, early in the year, I was thinking, you know, when things obviously weren't going well, and this was before the trade deadline, and I thought it was best for them to sell Hader and Snell. I was on that side. If they miss the playoffs, maybe they'll be the good changes. But if they, even if they miss the playoffs, I'm thinking, I don't see AJ Preller going anywhere. And if they miss the playoffs, all I see is someone like Bob Melvin being the scapegoat, like we talked about earlier. And do I want that to happen? No. So might as well make the playoffs and see a run that they could go on. If they make it, they're going to have to be playing really good baseball because mm -hmm. of the hole that they've created. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird place to be in, obviously like determining what you actually want to have happen. You always, you want the team to win, but if it's not there, you want to think about the future, but the future might just stay the same, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's kind of, I'm on the same boat there. You know, I mean, what I want to see for the rest of the season is the players to, you know, not give up. Like yeah. Juan Soto said, I know I saw this morning, he kind of walked back on his comments, but you know, you can see it in just the players eyes and their mannerisms. Like, you know, it's, I just want them to see, go for it. Make, yeah. You know, I want to see a fire from the players like, hey, we're trying our best here. I don't want another 2021. I mean, that last month was just miserable. They were miserable. You can just, you feel the energy. And uh, that's, honestly, that's what I don't want to have happen this mm -hmm. year. Please try. If they make the playoffs, great. You know, it's still kind of, we're missing what we really set out for. Who knows? I mean, they make the playoffs, they go out and run. This team is good enough to, you know, be a legit World Series contender. So yeah, talent wise, you definitely think I so. just I just want them to to see that. You know, it's just like, yeah. okay, hey, let's, you know, maybe this last players meeting, maybe this is it. You know, maybe now it's a, you know, they go on a run now, you know, and this is the time where they really got to start going for it and so I think we're going to learn a lot here in these next uh, next couple of weeks on whether they're going for it or not. And, you know, they'll, I'm sure they'll tell you we're not giving up and and uh, we just really need to see it from these players. That's that's what I'm hoping for for the rest of the season. I want them to win above anything. Um, so, you know, I just want to see that from them. Yeah, definitely want to continue to see that effort because on the other side of things, like we're giving the effort going to games and continuing to support as well. Even if we're disappointed exactly. at times in the team, we're still giving that effort. Still so there. Yeah. We want to see that back. All right. Yeah, that was a great conversation. Patrick Daly, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it. And I hope that Padres fans, you guys really enjoyed this conversation as well. Episode 443 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. That is it. See you all next time. Again, thank you so much for the time. Thank you.